Xoxoloza, xoxoloza Oi, eles não tava Welcome to another episode of the Formula One is an African Sport podcast. Martin, I see you shaking your head. John and I, I <laughs> we're continuously in disbelief. Yeah. Right? You, you surprise us every time, right? Every single week. Every week. Something. Um, it's exciting, right? Um, here sharing um, thoughts and opinions from an African context on, on a sport that we all love, right? Um, a couple of guys living, laughing. Chatting about Formula One. Yes, um, a lot to chat about this week. Uh, we had the uh, poor record French Grand Prix over the weekend. Um, and I think, like, by all accounts, um, an interesting race. Um, a, a few things to discuss and a couple things that, that we would like to discuss. Uh, practice, qualifying, uh, speaking about Red Bull's dominance, um, of very specifically Max. And Mercedes, back in it, looking racy. Ferrari, oh, a, a lot to chat about there. Um, that battle for fourth. And then the rest of the field right um some like good and bad results um and we'll end off with uh, with our donkey and goats for the week as well as a look forward to hungary and budapest so martin john how are we how are you guys doing yeah we're good we're good we're excited yeah we're good we're good i mean well john and john and i were saying our work has been killing us yeah but you know we always make some time for some good f1 banter Exactly. Yeah. This makes you feel good after a tough day, so it's yeah, good yeah. to talk F1. And Some good laughs, and uh, I think the weekend gave us a lot to talk about, man. Yeah. Let, and let, let's get into it, guys. Let's jump straight into it. So, B Before we do, did you guys like my social loza? Yeah, I mean, like, I think you, you, you surprised us. Yeah, we, we like the spirit of Yeah, the spirit it. is there for sure, you know, yeah. Grant. We, yeah. we appreciate that. I think uh, we won't even know what he does next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so who I'm knows? actually excited to see what you, you come up with for next week, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will look at them as a series and yeah. then see. <laughs> Grant's progression, you know. So. Pick, pick the best one. Yeah. Um, John? But yeah, let, let's get into it, guys. So, you know, let's start off with the week, rather right the start of the weekend, practice and quality. We had quite a few interesting things, you know, um, Geez, science, incredible, incredible lap um, in Q2. You know, he, he, you know, he had to kind of just get involved in qualifying and, and help out his teammate as well. So we also got to see yeah. a nice bit of teamwork with Ferrari. Um, and, you know, it was, it was quite, a, quite an interesting start of the weekend. You know, what, what are you guys, let's start with Martin. What are you, how did you feel about it? Yeah, you know, um, I think we had, what, two weeks before the last race on this one. So it was good to kind of have F1 back. Uh, Big surprise, the heat at Paul Ricard was just something. That place looks pretty dry. I don't know if it was just me, but that place looks dry. It's like some desert race, but um, like, <laughs> like in the south of France, man. Like the climate change people really jump on that. But um, yeah, I think his uh, practice and qualifying were pretty interesting. We had two drivers come on um, to kind of replace uh, Lewis Hamilton. So uh, I think it was Nick DeVries that came on to replace Lewis Hamilton and the Mercedes for P1. First practice. Yeah. Yeah. First practice. Yeah, and I think uh, Robert Kubica. Apparently this thing is for young drivers, but somehow Robert Kubica always makes, <laughs> makes an appearance <laughs> okay. yeah, for the Alfa Romeo. So it's got, kind of good to see some new drivers there. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the practice, one thing that really stood out for me was people were talking so much about Mercedes coming back. This was going to be it. They're going to be fighting for the you know top spot. Like this was the race that brought some good packages. It's the one where they they make that step. Exactly. Yeah. They make yeah. that statement right before the halfway. It was actually just the halfway is this the halfway race? I think this was race number 12 or 11, something like that. So we're pretty much halfway. Yeah. And we're going to see Mercedes Ascendance. And uh, right off the bat, Hamilton was not happy with P2 with his car. Um, obviously, Red Bulls and uh, Ferraris were doing their thing just to kind of start it off. But um, I want to put more focus on quali. I mean, you guys enjoy qualifying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it was great. I think, like, the one point on, on um, practice, though, and the one thing that I thought was, like, quite strange was this was the weekend where Lewis and Mercedes were supposed to come back. Yep. So why do you put another driver in the car for FP1? Uh, I, I didn't. It didn't make sense to me. Right? I think it's like a. I think it's a confidence thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. I think and the guys been sitting on the sidelines all season. I think Hamilton is just giving back. You know, he's just, yeah, Hamilton, he's back the selfless Hamilton, just giving back the community, <laughs> saying, you know what, have a shot. Yeah. You know, you don't have to sit on the sidelines all season long. You know, get, get in there. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't know what the decision is, but I think I, 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 I was telling John. I tried to watch um, like Formula E the other day, yeah. and I think it's it's a cool sport, but like. You just don't hear the sound That's, it's of different, like a race car, yeah, and yeah. it's like completely different. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I think Nick De Nick DeFries is a good driver. Um, he came in. He was actually putting some pretty good laps for his, you know, coming out as um, his first time in I think an F1 car. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty impressive to see. But I think 
you know, I'd, someone like Lewis Hamilton, we call him the GOAT and everything. I don't think it hurt him just doing one hour less of practice. Yeah. But him jumping to that car, he was not happy that. Uh, <laughs> I think. But then but then we have to question it then, because if he just immediately yeah, jumped, he's like, I'm not happy then. <laughs> yes. Maybe you should have spent that extra time. It's an FP2 when you realize, ah, Mercedes, this is not your week again, you know? But, you know, we'll talk about the race in a little bit. Um, yeah, I think uh, just, just a point from, from qualifying for me. Um, yeah, let's talk about qualifying. It was insane watching Carlos Sainz um, in. Uh, in uh, what was it? Uh, Q2 in yeah, qualifying, yeah. where he put the softs on mm-hmm. and he did a lap that was like nine tenths quicker. Yeah, the they, he was just lighting up the purple and was like, "Wow!" I think like David Croft um, and Paul Duresta, uh, was like he set the benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, th- that was insane. Um, but y- you're right, like. Nice looking track with those like psychedelic stripes, of, like the, the, the red and blue uh, situated in the south of France. So like incredibly hot. Um, like the track temperature was super high. It, right? it was hitting 57 degrees yeah. um, with the air temperature being about around 30 degrees on Saturday. Yeah. So these cars and the tires were really, really put to the test. I know Europe is going through its heat wave. Yeah. But going back to the track, um, Sam Collins brought up an interesting stat during, I think it was must, must be one of the practices or whatever. He said that this track, because it's designed as a test track, um, for cars, you know, the different manufacturers bring cars, kind of test it around. What ends up happening is that there are about 271 different permutations that the track can actually uh, end up being. So, I mean, if one could choose to have fun on this track, but, I mean, that's why you see some like, runoffs happen on this particular end, corners on this, where they shouldn't be. And, uh, I mean, do you want to talk about the different colors that we keep seeing and, and their purpose? I th- that was probably one of the inter- most interesting learnings for me. Uh, so, if, if you're new to F1, did not watch this race, um, it's quite different because they, they don't have gravel runoffs that sit next to the track. Mm. Um, it's all tarred surfaces. And the two colors that you see that are striped are blue for the one color. And then and that's the color that's closest to the track. Um, and it's a color that is essentially painted over tar. And then there's red, um, right? And... Uh, the, the blue and the red surfaces are, are actually, they, they change in, in their, their consistency and the kind of tar that's used. So an F1 track is normally like quite smooth. Yeah. Um, it gets quite rough. And the reason being is if a car goes off one of those runoffs, they're supposed to naturally slow down when they hit this tar. So yeah. like the red, the, the red painted tar is like really, really, really rugged. Uh, but uh, as we saw on the weekend, it didn't help many drivers. <laughs> no, no, it didn't, it didn't slow down certain, certain drivers. <laughs> it, didn't, it, it didn't help uh, many drivers. Um, but I think like coming back to qualifying, um, mega performance and teamwork from, uh, from Ferrari. Yeah. And I think, Charles Leclerc is definitely putting like his stamp on qualifying this yep. year. Um, what is that? Seven qualifyings to date, right? Right. Uh, Not that he can do anything with them, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, but it's good to know he's, he's top of the qualifying. Yeah. Uh, one lap King pace, man. One lap pace. He's definitely <laughs> yeah. the best um, at the moment. He shows up, right? Uh, so he's got seven qualifyings to like um, Max's. Max has three. Se- yeah. Uh, seven victories, right? Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So, so they're like they're matching it um, that way. But uh, I have a question on that teamwork, guys. Okay. Do you? So that was excellent teamwork, by the way. So Ferrari, well done. Yeah. Well done to them. It was very gracious. It was very efficient. It was smooth. Would do you think Max could have taken pole if if not for that? Do you think that Red Bull was just not quite there in any case? It's uh, a, I know it's a hard thing to ask, but I'm just I'm curious, you guys. I think it would have been a lot closer. And, and that's what like the drivers and the team said. So um, I think when Charles Leclerc was asked this exact same question, he said what he saw was two tenths. So uh, that slipstream uh, helped him out two tenths in the lap. Mm. And over the qualifying lap, he was three tenths, yeah, three tenths uh, yeah. quicker than Max. So it would have been a lot closer, maybe like a tenth, maybe like thousands, thousands of a second in it or thousand. Yeah, of a second in it. Right. Um, but yeah, it would have been a hell of a lot closer. I think going back to the, the whole tow idea and Ferrari's strategy to kind of have this tow happen here, they saw that fundamentally they're losing a lot of time in sector two where those straights are. And, you know, it's hard for you to do a tow around corners where Red Bull were lacking. If you, I was looking at the shout, shout out to F1 Tempo, by the way. They always have these really nice uh, maps and like <laughs> graphics for who's doing what in different parts of the track. But um, if you look at sector three, which is all the windy corners that Perez got past in a race and all that kind of stuff. The Red Bulls really struggle there, and Ferrari are brilliant. Every corner is just red, 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 yeah. red. And it's hard for you to get any benefit off a corner from a toe or really anything. You really have to change the car setup. Mm. And so Ferrari, for them, they knew this was going to give them the edge. It gave them 0.3 seconds, though, three tenths. And, um, yeah, shout out to that. We're starting to see that, you know, cooperation by the teams. Science is brilliant. I mean, he knew where to park the car. He knew where to take off. He knew yeah. exactly where to stop. No, I just see him kind of pull off. Yeah, he was It was clean, amazing man. to see that kind of teamwork. And so... 
yeah, he's he's he shows as a team player. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if sides actually could contend as well. Would they kind of do the same thing? But uh, yeah, let's let's move on from qualifying. Um, uh, one last wanna... piece on it. Okay. Um, I actually, I would have loved to see what Carlos Sainz would have done without the grid penalty, yeah. right? Uh, because he obviously took on for the new power unit um, after Austria and then additional technical control place in his car, so another 10 places to start from the back of the grid. But he had pace. Yeah, pace, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think he tops quality. Eh? Yeah. I think he would have, I mean, the laps he was putting, he would have easily done it, I think. Right. Not easily, but I think he probably would have done it. Yeah, him and Leclerc are just, yeah. yeah. Leclerc just so good. Leclerc, <laughs> you said Leclerc has seven poles this season. So that's he has sixteen in his career. So almost half of them came just yeah, from. Came to <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's move on from quality. We can talk about this all day, but uh, let's talk about someone who probably we didn't talk about too much on the Sunday. And uh, let's talk about the Red Bulls, right? So obviously we had Max Verstappen win the race, converting another Charles Leclerc pole. You know, he's, he's become so efficient at these. Yeah. And we had his teammate be somewhat quiet. You know, call him Sleepy Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's great. I yeah, love and. Um, I, I want to start with Sergio Perez because to me this 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 weekend he was nowhere to be found in the practice sessions and the qualifying and finally in the race and as we saw towards the end of the race you know first and foremost he struggled a Red Bull struggling to keep up with Hamilton I thought he was going to make quick work of Hamilton get into the podium spots second position easy easy thing for him he, not only did he struggle to keep up with Hamilton he started to back off a little bit and now George Russell comes into contention exactly. and then we have the incident on the one of the final laps I think the third last lap or something like that where he's just caught sleep snoozing at mm. the wheel and George Russell takes you know makes quick work of that and so I remember texting you guys, and for those of y'all listening, you've heard me defend the number two drivers <laughs> this season, but I'm sorry, it's over now. There is, to me, Perez, you cannot make this back up. I'm looking at the points differential between Max and Perez, and I think it's about 70 points. You know, it's, it's pretty significant. I could be wrong about that, but let me just check real quick. It's something pretty significant. Um, I, think it's, I think it is quite significant, right? Yeah. Um, like, currently... If we if we look at the driver's standings, because um, yeah, it's like it's, Max is way ahead, right? it's seventy points. Max has two thirty three, and Perez has one sixty three. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's this at this point we're looking at what that's over almost three GPs where Max has to DNF <laughs> and you win yeah. to kind of come back and make it make make its contention. So I know going to this break, Helmut Marco came out by the way. One second race in a row, talking crap about Perez. Yeah, you know Helmut. For me, I don't know what he does in that team. I, <laughs> I, know, I know Grant and Martin have a have a thing against Helmut. I don't know what he did to you guys in a past life, but he is not. He's not going to make it to your wedding. I yeah, he's not. He's not. <laughs> he, he doesn't like you either, John. <laughs> I feel like Christian just he just tells hey, yo Helmut, you know what to do, and he just goes after Perez. When Perez made that overtake on Al, uh, sorry, on was it? Uh, oh George yeah, Russell? yeah, yeah. You sent that that, yeah. that, that post. Yeah, 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 the post. The helmet comes in and says, yeah, "Why did like, you do that? Yeah, we yeah. planned." I said the same thing. Yeah, you said it too. Shout out <laughs> it to you. It was risky. And I was kind of defending Perez, yeah, like, bro, you know, I can't anymore. I really can't. I don't know what to say. Um, his teammate is so far ahead of him, and the team. It's an easy job for Red Bull. Yeah. If you see, if Max is behind you, you know what to do. Pull off the way. Signs pulled off in the qualifying. Yeah. Give that <laughs> Get out the way. Get out the way. But uh, yeah, what's y- y'all's take on? Uh, I- I'm so glad, Martin. You've come to accept <laughs> what everyone else in the sport knew. <laughs> Sergio is the number two, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. He's the number two, and, and that's where it ends. I think, for me, what was really surprising was when you started, at the start of the race, Hamilton just flew by. Yeah. It's like he wasn't even, he wasn't alert. Like, it's like, there's reaction time, and then this is what happened there. Right. And, and the thing is, this Red Bull is, is supposedly faster than, um, than the Mercedes. Yeah. It is. It is, yeah. I, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I didn't see that in this race. They, they looked like they were struggling. And we, Perez, we, Perez yeah. just got himself... Caught in this in the sandwich, which then just turned into a battle, and, it, yeah. and it's like what, he's not even providing any assistance to Max at all. Max drove well. I think what I found interesting was listening to to um, Christian after the race. Almost, it almost feels like they were kind of disappointed that they didn't get a race because, mm. like, it kind of just ended up being a Max sort of parade. Yeah, but that's Christian. But the, I know, I know, I know, Christian. You want to take him with a pinch of salt, but but I, I I don't know. It just it was it was very clinical again. It was straight to the point. It didn't seem like very difficult. But I, I'm really worried about Sergio. I, I just don't know. Yeah where he's going to take this team. I think if he, if he was anyone else, you know, they'll start saying, is his seat safe? You know, but I, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not convinced with, with the way he's performing, especially this last three. It's like he's just falling asleep now. He's not coming to work anymore. Yeah, I mean, he, his timing was good because after that Monaco victory, I think just before he signed a contract extension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's had Red Bull till the end of 2023, right? Um, as much as Pierre Gasly hates that. <laughs> Not liked Definitely. by Pierre Gasly. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but I think like overall the race on Sunday was, again, it was like dominant by Max, but uh, I think like 
what we are craving, we are just like not seeing this season, yep. which is like a proper like battle and fight between the two top contenders, right? Mm. Um, and like both ways, we've seen it. We've been denied like over a few Grand Prix, and I think this is another one. Um, smart move because you know, like Max and um, and the Red Bulls, like or Max specifically always wants to get the undercut yeah. so he went in for it again this race and it looked like Ferrari were just going to hang out right and yeah. continue on the stint like the tyres were okay um, but even if Leclerc had come in that lap where he had crashed he, um, I think the message on the radio was like tyres are good keep going keep mm. going um, and then he crashed um, and it's it's a the gap was closing. What did they say? It was like thirty uh, twenty eight seconds. Twenty seven seconds um, for the pit. for a pit stop. Yeah. Mm. And Max was like borderlining on that. Yeah, he was um, actually starting to close that gap now. Yeah, yeah, he could, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so they said towards the end of the race it would have been like a close battle, um, and it was interesting because I think for the first ten laps I was like Max is going to overtake Charles. Mm. Like but he was this, this on is his the tail, thing. right? Um, but like for record is it's it was hot. Like, driving behind a car like that, it was difficult to follow. Even though he was in DRS, he started to drop out of the DRS zone. And that's where they were like, let's execute the pit stop. Let's try and, like, engineer something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's very, very difficult to follow closely and then overtake if you're at similar speeds. I think we saw it last year in Paul Ricardo. Unless you're a Ferrari. Because mm. so I, I, won't, I won't say anything more on that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But... I was concerned about this because I felt like the Red Bulls were really struggling to overtake. And I know a few other cars in the field, you know, they could overtake. Obviously, they were a bit faster than what the car that was in front of them. But I really found the way the Red Bulls struggled to overtake, I found that a little bit concerning. They just seemed like they could have been there forever. Yeah. It looked like they could have been there forever. And I think even if Charles Pitted, he came back out, he would have made quick, he would have made, and I know we say it all the time, make quick work, but so. he would have made quick work of Max, and Max would have struggled to overtake him again. I think so. I, I don't know. I was concerned with the way that that Red Bull struggling to, to overtake. And the way Perez was. Battling it out, but I mean, Perez got his own problem, so maybe it wasn't him. But that, for me, the proof was in the fact that Max just could not take Leclerc. I, I think I think that they turn the engine up a little bit more for Max. They 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 make a little bit more performance available for, him <laughs> for Max um, than than they do for for Sergio Perez. And I think it's like clear to see in like the lap times um, nah. and also like the qualifying time. I don't I don't think they do anything. Then I just think Perez struggled this race. Yeah, I, mean, I just, just he was nowhere to be found. But he's struggling the whole weekend, right? Yeah, the whole weekend. Yeah, he just yeah, wasn't on it. He was it was like he was carrying a cold. He, he, yeah, mentioned, exactly. <laughs> he mentioned that when he qualified third and he said he's been like out of sorts the whole weekend and to put the car on like the second um like the second row on the yeah. grid and like get a third position was like an achievement for him, right? Um but yeah, I, I you guys mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um he couldn't stay on the back of Lewis Hamilton. Okay. No, he couldn't. I, more than like a bad start from Sergio, I think was it like a phenomenal start from Lewis. He was still yeah. trying to like find a way like with Max and yeah. Lewis Lewis has been really good with starts over the last like few races. Yeah, and yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's starting to work on these things that perhaps before he could just rely on a fast car. <laughs> yeah. Now I was like, okay, I need to, we need to be perfect on everything. Um, I'm more clinical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's change topic. And yeah. 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 So in speaking about like that being clinical, and we spoke about Sergio Perez and maybe falling asleep at the wheel on, on that snoozing that Um One of the teams to capitalize from that is Mercedes, and um, it was like by all accounts like a really good weekend. Mm. Maybe they didn't take that massive step that everyone's like uh, that the media I'm hyped done. us around. <laughs> the, I'm media done the, media, the media hyped us around I'm as done, being. Man. Like Mercedes weekend and they were fighting for a race when they weren't in it. They were off like Leclerc and, and Verstappen's pace for mm. sure. Um, and uh, to walk away with like two podiums, second and third, that's their best result for the season. Yes. Um, I think George Russell is showing that he's a smart racing driver, right? And he really deserves yeah. that seat. Um, he just shows like this, this like hunger, right? He's, uh, and every time he speaks, he's always speaking this positivity that you can get behind, yeah. right? Um, good to see Lewis like happy and smiling again as yeah. well. Um, was second fun, place was like his best result for the season. Yeah. For any Mercedes, um, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what did you guys think of Mercedes race? I mean, I, yeah, you go for it. No, time. no, go for it. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> you go for it. No. <laughs> right. um, I think Mercedes had a good race, barring all the media hype that was also being hyped by the F1 media team. Because, like, when they do that weekend warm-up, yeah. you have, like, uh, Will Buxton and his, and his posse, and they're always <laughs> ready to hype Mercedes, especially this week, about upgrades and everything, and seeing the progression that they've had. Um, Mercedes had a decent race. Actually, I think they had a really good race. And the reason I say this was their ability to... First and foremost, allow Perez not to overtake them. 
I thought that was pretty impressive yeah. for a team that I was, and I was telling you, Grant, in the WhatsApp chat, like, it's shocking how slow Mercedes were in qualifying. They're about anywhere between 0.8 seconds to 1.4 seconds, depending on what qualifying was, Q2 or Q3. And I'm like, bro, how do you make this up in the race? Yeah. It's like, oh, but you know, race pace, you know, is very different than single lap pace. And I'm like, yes. But when it's such a big margin like that, it's a bit concerning. Yeah. And I don't know what happened on Sunday. You know, what the, what the mechanics ate for breakfast, what, you know, <laughs> what they did to that car. They put together a really good car. And the drivers were on their A game. Hamilton from the start, yeah. doing his thing, able to defend when the time came. George Russell buying his time, knowing when to do the overtakes. And they made it hard not just for Perez, but also for Sainz. Yeah. And so shout out to Mercedes. I think this was, in my eyes, their best week this year. Mm. The team brought brought home points, even though they didn't think that was going to be the case, yeah. um, especially going into free practice too when Hamilton was not really feeling the car. So, John, what do you have to add? Yeah, I think Mercedes had – yeah, I think it worked out really well. I think from the start, I think what, was, what, I, what I enjoyed from them was that immediately from the start, they were on it. They knew exactly what they needed to do. Hamilton was making moves. Yeah. George was making moves. He was, he was defending well. It was, it was a very good race. I think I want to I wanna talk a bit about that, that, that George – Yeah, let's, let's talk George about situation it. <laughs> because, you know – I don't know. For me, Which it looked George like the, the George and, and Perez, the, the, the contact, uh, I mean, when, when, when Perez had to run off. When, 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 when he lunged. When he lunged. When he lunged. Yeah, yeah. When he did a max. When he did a max, he just <laughs> landed. He, had, he came in up the inside. He's like, yeah. this is my corner. Yeah, now right. I am here. That <laughs> is, is my corner. That's, that's a max move. What, what do you guys think about it? I, yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much. I, I felt like it wasn't, I don't know. I, I don't know how the rules, I, I thought that, you know, it was, it was Perez. He needed to give him more room, but... He's um, George was adamant. He was adamant that this Mans was, was my trying. Yeah, I think like a lot of what the rules say around it um, is that whoever's leading into the corner, um, it's their corner. Um, it's that as well as also something about the the front tires the front of tire. the car behind and the rear tires of the car in front. Yes, he's allowed to take that corner if his tires, if their tires in the same plane. Um, and that's what George was really saying, trying yeah, to push yeah. forms. Like, you know, our tires are together. I deserve that corner. And that's probably why he didn't get a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Right? That, that is... And so my issue with George was, hey, even Toto had to tell him, yo, come down. Yeah. We all see it. We're seeing more than <laughs> we'll you. See, yeah, move on, bro. <laughs> move on. Keep your head down. Uh, I think the issue was that Perez had gone. He had to take that escape road. Yeah. Ends up passing signs, but giving back the place. Yeah. And then he, George felt, hey, you should give that place back to me. Right, right. But, um, Wisdom of the wisdom of Toto came in at that time, spoke gently into his ear, and said, "Hey, you'll get another opportunity," and that opportunity availed itself. Well, he may, I, I almost think that made him focus even more yeah. and do what he did because what he did was, was fucking clever. It's like it was it was actually <laughs> genius the way yeah. he he, yeah. he just he just like he just rope doped him right. He just, he just, yeah. he just absolutely yeah. got him. Like, yeah. yeah. It was like, it was confusing. And when you're watching, you're like, what is Russell doing? And then we're like, oh. He made it look silly. No, he made it look silly, man. Yeah. But, and Russell had kind of pulled back quite a bit. Yeah. Huh? And yeah. we're starting to think that, oh, had he passed the uh, virtual safety car Delta? It was, yeah. And I thought he was really going to compromise his race. But uh, I was listening to Perez's uh, his, uh, interview after. And he was talking about how the team had, had told him by turn nine, VSC will be done. Right. But that VSC only ends at like around turn 12, turn 13. Exactly. So Perez has already kind of used up a lot of his delta. And now he has to keep slowing, keep yeah. slowing, keep slowing. Apparently there was a technical issue as well. Christian was saying that the, yeah. the, the information on the VSC wasn't coming through. Yeah. So there was a point when the drivers were kind of blind. That guy's the But again, it's Christian. It's Christian. Something. So I, I, we, don't, <laughs> we don't know for we sure. Don't know, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't know on that one. Yeah, but... but uh, Oh yeah, sorry. Go, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Um, I, I was just gonna say, I I think like it was it was a late lunch. Um, I think Perez was right to like take the take the road out. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was funny because Toto had to tell him twice, mm. hey, <laughs> go and hunt him. Yes. Yeah, he said you can still hunt him. Because yeah. they uh, saw Perez was putting duck. No, not that he was, but he drove himself into that position. Yeah. He was. He was. He just left himself open. It was interesting though seeing um, Lewis because I heard I think David Croft said over the weekend that the Red Bulls were like 18 kilometers quicker on the straights yeah. than Mercedes, and Lewis said he would have his foot flat down and Max would still be pulling away in the straights. So That's got to be like somewhat demoralizing. It is sure. demoralizing, and. Uh, it's not like Mercedes are, you know, a lot of teams will compromise their straight line speed for a good cornering. And Mercedes is okay at cornering, but they're not Ferrari when it comes to, you know, those, yeah. those kind of high-speed corners. So yeah. there's a lot of work for them to do. But let's talk about Ferrari right now because they're definitely the biggest elephant in the room um, <laughs> to kind of keep up with our animal themes. Uh, Charles Leclerc, brilliant qualifying. He's, this was his day. Science yeah. had kind of, uh, you know, the engine penalty. We knew Science, you're going to struggle. Do everything you can to help Leclerc. Leclerc does what mm -hmm. he does. Initially, great start with Max. Yeah, battle it out. Was a brilliant start. It was like lap six that Max was trying to go out. I think the, the, the corner is called Le Bossier. So Max was trying to go on the outside, trying to overtake uh, um, uh, Leclerc. Leclerc knew exactly where to put the car. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until lap 16 where Max pits, and now that pressure of the undercut comes through. Right. 
where we start to see Leclerc kind of falter. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of watching a race kind of unfold. And next thing you know, you know, you see that yellow flag yeah, <laughs> thing going on in sector three. And you're like, oh, I wonder who it is. Must be Latifi. It was such a surprise. <laughs> it was next a big thing you surprise. see a red car. And uh, yeah, what, what, what's your guys' take on the Ferrari situation? I mean, that, that exact moment. I mean, I think we were still coming out of a pit stop or something. Yeah. The, the, the coverage was still coming out of a pit stop. And then they're like, whoa, there's a Ferrari in the wall. And we're like, right. oh my goodness. And then he screams. <laughs> and you think, and immediately, I know conspiracy theorists were punching their keyboards. They're like, let's go, Ferrari reliability, it's on. And yeah, the fact that he made such a, ends up being such a mistake, it's, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to say it's disappointing. Very. I think it's, it's just, I feel for Leclerc in this case because he was very hard on himself. You know, I, I actually listened to his interview a couple of times because he spoke so honestly. And I know, Martin, we've talked about this thing about, about, an F1 driver when they become too honest, you yeah. know, do you, is the dog in them starting to become yeah. a puppy again? You know, when they when they when they start talking a bit too honestly, yeah. taking the blame. But there was something different about this way. It was just like he was almost giving himself a pep talk in that talk. He was yeah. almost saying to himself like, "I need to get my shit together because if I don't, I'm gonna throw away what this team has done in terms of the car. Maybe not a strategy, but in terms of the car, what they've done." And that that was very sad for me. Like just listening to him talk through that. But I will say we must also give props to Carlos because yes, honestly, that man. Drove. This was Carlos's week. This, he this turned Leclerc's week exactly. into his week. This was Carlos. This was Carlos showing, and I've been giving a hard time. This is Carlos saying, no, no, listen, I can drive. I'm here too. I'm yeah. here too. Okay. So that, that's my tip. Grant, Guys, let's, let, let's talk about like Ferrari, because um, I, I agree with you on that. Like, Are we starting to see the cracks with Leclerc? Because like this yeah. guy, we've said before, he's got like the, the DNA of a champion. Yeah, right? Mr. Cool. Yeah. And um, he's always been Mr. Cool, calm and collected. But like the one thing that, he, I, I mean, I, I saw a clip of him like getting out of the car and he yeah. was just like distraught yeah. Yeah. and like punching the steering wheel. <laughs> like, um, I, I think if he could have run into a wall and disappeared at that time, like he would have. But um, he was also like incredibly hard on himself, but also hard on, on himself publicly, um, yeah. which like, which is very tough to see. And it's like a lot of what your enemies will take or your Court rivals will Christian take and, was just, like, yeah. and just like use it against you. Yeah. And then they start saying things like, it's never nice to see someone involved in a crash. Um, yeah. Like it looked like a nasty incident. It was no nasty incident. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, Max was checking in on him. Like, is he okay? Is he okay? Yeah. I was like, that's a crash that happens all the time. Yeah. Is yeah. it okay? Yeah. Yeah. His front ring was barely yeah. in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about you. Nah. He's trying to beat you. Yeah. But uh, it, it was... Yeah, it was interesting to see how, how tough he was. And uh, I think like Meme Central from oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I showed you guys like that Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All over social media. Is, um, yeah, it, it, um, it was just very sad, man. Sad. Because the one thing he said was, um, if I lose this championship by 32 points, I'll know why. So that's seven mm. points from today, and then seven potential points that he lost in Imola with the um, with the the spin, right? When he was chasing Perez for that Q, yeah. Q um, P two. Yeah. So th that was that was um, sad. I think like Titanic effort by Carlos Sainz, and we say that this was his weekend. The man was fast. Right. He, was he provided fast, like a lot of the entertainment. I think like. Uh, deserved and well-earned fastest lap at the Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe he could have done more, but my God, does this team let him down. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, how everyone, like I was watching um, uh, Bonotto's interview afterwards, and he said, like, that was the best decision to make because it may have been a shaky fourth. Um, and uh, it j just because, like, he was on mediums. He had 10 laps remaining. The tires could have dropped off. He may not have been. And he also had that five-second stop yeah. and go for, for the unsafe release um so it's almost like twice how the, the team screwed him out of a podium because yeah. he genuinely like had the pace man yeah it was like, there no yeah the decision was the decision was correct those tires you would have struggled you put in jail. the timing of the decision is the issue they knew they had to do it they had to do it earlier give him a chance to attack I, he was I, taking cars that carlos was overtaking with ease like i don't with think ease he was not even think... trying Remember, there was also a VSC for Guan Yu Zhou, right? So that helped him close that uh, that time delta. I don't think Carlos would have. I'm happy to be honest with you. I think people are being a bit hard on Ferrari. The only issue I saw with Ferrari this weekend was the unsafe release. That's the only place I can point and be like, you know what, you guys messed up. I think Sainz was going to finish P5 regardless. It's either you're fighting P3 with tires that could go, that could go yeah. and now you're you know you're at risk. A VSC <laughs> happens now you're the back of the pack and you've totally <laughs> messed things up. And yeah. Ferrari looks even worse. Or just secure yourself, get a P5. It's a, it's a decent weekend, right? You've come from the back. Remember that. And so, yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it is so, incredible to see, like, the uh, pace and high-speed corners. Like, uh, that one corner was called Seam. 
um, over the weekend. Yeah. And there were two overtakes that took place there. Like the one was George Russell, and then the second was how we started to set up. Uh, how Carlos Sainz started to set up um, Perez. Sergio Perez. Um, that that was pretty. That was pretty pretty epic to see. But everyone became a Ferrari statistician. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone was a strategist. Everyone yeah, like I know what needs to be fitting. Was, uh, yeah, everyone was speaking about statistics strategy. Like um, yeah, it was it, it was super super uh, super interesting to uh, to see. So your, your boy Nico Rosberg wanted heads to roll. I don't know if you guys saw that. I, I heard him. He I, did you not like, hear that? Well, yeah, I heard him. Rosberg I heard him. was like. Like, um, he he said changes need changes. to changes need to happen changes at Ferrari. He was basically saying people need to be fired. Sh- stopping short of handing in, <laughs> stopping short of asking people to hand in their resignation. That's what he said. He said yeah. changes need to happen Ch- at Ferrari. Ch- I don't listen to Rosberg that I thought, much. I thought that you know Rosberg. I like the guy. His professionalism sometimes a little bit questionable, yeah. but that was a bit much. Man, he was asking for people to do that job. These people got families to feed, but that Carlos, was, there was no need Carlos, for that. Carlos, you need to pick books, books. <laughs> not now, <laughs> not now. And he's passing Perez down the straight. Um, yeah. But guys, great. guys, let's 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 get on to yeah. to to that to the to the, to the rest of the teams, or well, before we get to the rest of the team. But let's let's talk about the, the battle for fourth in terms of constructors. You know, you had McLaren and Alpine. Um, you know, sort of making a comeback. You know, is you know McLaren came through that. They had a very good um, weekend. You know, had very good results. Um, both of them in the points. Surprisingly, Ricky was there supporting his teammate, which he doesn't ordinarily do. <laughs> um, and also, you know, you had Alpine doing really well. You know, um, sorry, double points finish rather for for. Um, for Alpine, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so both of them, you know, doing really well. You know, what are you? Yeah. What are you guys quickly? Just you know, thoughts on on, on how the, how it was for. Yeah, these teams, teams right now are four points apart, right? Um, they have uh, Alpine has ninety three, McLaren has eighty nine, and this past weekend, Alpine got twelve points, McLaren got eight. So they were tied coming to this race, and so Alpine has kind of edged forward. A brilliant race from Alonso and a great recovery from Alcon to kind of and obviously that little tussle he had with Tsunoda at the start, yeah. the five second penalty that was handed to him. Yeah. So he was able to kind of salvage this race, and um, I think this says a lot more about McLaren than it does Alpine. I said this in the last week. I said to Silverstone. And I'll continue to say this. To me, this team has fallen. They're, in my opinion, <laughs> the most disappointing team by far this season. And um, I guess they, they finished together fine. You know, you can't really hate on Ricardo. But I don't know what the plan for McLaren is moving forward. You know, do they just say, hey, we're going to abandon all hopes this season. And, you know, everyone's trying to develop next year's car. That's what everyone says. <laughs> yeah. Orlando's on a long-term contract, yeah, he's right? A, yeah, he's there, he's so, there for a while. So he's locked in and he's... Um, I mean, if you, you heard Nico Rosberg screaming about him, he was like, this guy's driving the wheels off yep. this car. He is a world champion. Um, I thought he did like a fantastic job in qualifying. He split the Mercedes. He put that car in the third row. Um, Daniel Ricciardo was lucky because he qualified 11th and with both Magnussen and, um, and Sainz dropping to the back, he started, uh, yep. he started in the top 10. Um, so like, for both of those cars to finish in the points, just like given the season that they've had, it was pretty impressive, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like they were super, super realistic about their fights. This battle to fourth is going to come go down to the wire, though, Absolutely. right? You think so? Um, I think you so. Know, I, 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 think I think so. You think Alpine clean? I think I think that Alpine have got like they they just seem stronger because Alonso is a lot more consistent as well. It was actually interesting to to hear his um, some of his commentary where they were like, "McLaren is behind you. These are the lap times," and he mm-hmm. said, "Good, they yeah. must come close." Yeah, let them wear their tires. Yeah, let them wear their tires down and you're like and that helped Ocon quite a bit yeah, to yeah. kind of pull in um, I, yeah. I can see your point though because McLaren is kind of really only relying on Lando in terms of consistency 100% Daniel Rick will, will give you a good race occasionally and yeah. I think that's so that probably gives the edge to Alpine I think I, I can see your point and I think it's a fair point point. and I said this last week you know Lando right now has 70 points Ricardo has 19 it's actually it's you know what I'm saying it's actually laughable 3x it's the team that has 3x there's no other teammate pairing I see here that's 3x that's such a wide cat <laughs> I'm not saying this from anybody else Lando's got more crazy. points than Alonso right yeah. and knock on yeah. Yeah. Lando has always been a good driver he's behind Hamilton right mm. yeah, so, he's right there so yeah Lando Norris is really carrying this team and being yeah. consistent and pulling out so much so shout out to Lando Norris if you're listening to this so, so early ones, let's get some early bets in on this. Uh, who do you think is going to take the battle for fourth, Martin? Oh, my goodness. Uh, are you talking about constructors? No, Construct- yeah, constructors. constructors. Oh, yeah, obviously. So <laughs> <laughs> My issue with Alpine is reliability. Um, and they're not as good as strategists. So, uh, okay, I'm going to go with McLaren. As much as I talk a lot of crap, because I just believe that with the racing 
prowess they have from all this history. <laughs> all the history will come back and like at least help them make people. <laughs> They're gonna be kept by the spirit the of spirit, yeah, the spirits of Leclerc. Guy. He should talk to yeah, and for ten minutes. And then he this them. season, I hundred percent believe they're trash, but I believe they might have something. You know, the, the ancient <laughs> gods, Leclerc gods, come and just give that. Um, That's incredible. John? Um, I think I think Martin convinced me with the points. Although he's just gone against what he said, I think he convinced me with the points he made, especially with Alonso, because of what Alonso can do, and with Ocon being a much more reliable second driver. Yeah, I, I think probably Alpine might just edge. It's going to be tight. I think it's going to be very tight because I think going into the next half of the season or the next after the break, we're going to see the McLarens probably looking a little bit more consistent. But that wild card of Daniel Ricciardo means that I'm going to say Alpine legit. <laughs> and you, Grant? We still got Monza, right? <laughs> yeah, we still got Monza. Uh, we got um, Grant. I don't know if we'll see um, a repeat of that. I'm going to go McLaren uh, because I think the position that they're in now, uh, as well as what they can do between now and the end of the season, is um, is good. They also brought a hell of a lot of upgrades to Hungary. So, like, the development seems like it's working. Well, for the next, well, this, this past race this or the past, next race? Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, they brought a lot of uh, upgrades to France. France, okay. Um, there, there were a few that they made on like the floor of the car, side yeah. pods, rear duct tapes. Um, yeah, uh, but but it could just be the track. Um, but I do think that McLaren will take it um, overall. Um, I'm going to move on to our next topic, and that's just really a few of the rest, right? So yep. we had a couple of the other constructors, um, like the Haas, Aston Martins, Williams, uh, Alpha Tari, um, that we do want to say like a little bit about each. Uh, l- let's kick off with Haas. Um, What's your guys' opinion on the horse race? As well as the race I, I want to hear from John. <laughs> he, he wants to hear from me because he know. Okay, you know what? I was actually enjoying. Was I think it was Q one where there was a couple of minutes left, and our trundles, Mister Magnuson, just, yes, just jumps out of the thing. He's like, you know, there's like a couple of minutes left. I'm just gonna put in a lap. Boom, P six. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, this this thing is quick. Puts in another banger in in I think it was Q two and Q three. He did he did some good. He put put some good laps in. Start of the race again. He's making quick work of guys. He jumped to yeah. cutting four or five positions very early Sorry, on in the race. Twentieth was thirteenth. Yeah. Um, by the end of the first but, lap. Yeah. And then I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Then I do not know. I think I don't know what happened. I don't know if Gunther started celebrating and everyone got a bit excited and then <laughs> someone spilled something and then, but just they just fell away. Yeah, they fell like, away. They just really. Yeah. It's just like into nothing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Not the, not their best race. I felt like they could do a lot more. Um, I know Mick got into a tussle with Guan Yuzhou at some point, so yeah. that yeah, kind of yeah, messed yeah, up his race completely. But it's not like these this, this teams were going to be you know P5, P6, P7. You know, if they were to get points, it'd be in the P9s, P10s. Um, mm, yeah. So not too good from them. That's their lane. That's their lane. Yeah, I mean, take? it's probably disappointing for them because after like strong results in both Silverstone and Austria, yeah. they're probably thinking like three on the trot, right? right. Yeah. Especially with some of that pace that Magnussen showed and so much promise. Yeah. I mean, he went from 20th to 13th. He was overtaking people at a quicker mm-hmm. rate than Carlos Sainz. His start was a phenomenal uh, yeah, too. Yeah, a phenomenal yeah. start. Um, but um, he didn't finish the race and Mick was out of the points yeah. with that like late tussle. Uh, sad race for them. Um, yeah, what did you guys think of Williams' race? We had a DNF from Latifi um, and Alex Alban, like, 13th um, out of the points as well. Yeah, Williams, Latifi got into a tussle with Magnussen. I think that's what put oh, DNF yes. both of them actually. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, for Williams, it was a... And I actually think at least they're both upgraded now. The, <laughs> yeah, I think actually, like Magnussen was in the wrong on that tussle. They put it down to a racing incident, but oh, really? yeah, I think yeah, I think you can put a bit more blame on Magnussen, even though he, I think at the, the interview afterwards he was a bit ambivalent regarding how it went. And so, um, but yeah, Williams didn't really have. I know Albon was doing really well, P one, P two, all the qualifyings, but something about the race where they just really struggled to kind of put things together. They've improved quite a bit from the start of the season, right. but uh, there's still some 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 weight for them to go. So. Yeah. And did, did, did Latifi get his upgrade as well? I don't know if Latifi. You don't know. <laughs> I think he <laughs> must have got an upgrade. He must have because Latifi got an upgrade. Did he get an upgrade? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so uh, they're, they're both the... on the same rubbish car. <laughs> <laughs> No, I watched the driver's uh, press conference pre-race, right. and uh, he was very excited yes, to yes. Uh, the upgrades. Yes, that's right. He did. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Let's talk um, about the team we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, Aston Martins and Alpha Tori, right? Which one do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, Aston. Yeah. All I remember about them was Vettel and Stroll doing that I mean, thing. At the end, that at was, the end. Yeah. At the end. Stroll was very calm about that. I must say, I was impressed with how calm he was. He was just like, ah, oh, you know, we, we we had to push each other, but you know, luckily we didn't take it. Was fine. Does this comment on YouTube? I see every race interview. Stroll gives the shortest post-race interviews. He has an award. I don't know what award. We should give a name. Shortest post-race <laughs> interview. So 
it's crazy. That's that's all. That's all I remember. Yeah, about I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't remember much from that race. To be honest, I, I didn't really see much of it. But um, yeah, that, at least they didn't crash at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that was the only memorable part. Yeah. But they got a point. They got right? a point, and, and it was strong. So. And it was strong, right? This guy has gotten donkey twice in the past. This is so. another team that deserves a lot of flack. I give McLaren a lot of flack. This is a team that should be competing with Alpine. They, they should be. Should be they competing should. with Alpine. It, it doesn't make sense. And, and they got and they got at least Vettel's a decent enough driver. Stroll. Bit of a donkey, but yeah, Stroll can have good weekends, good bad weekends. But there was uh, some speculation that, that this is Vettel's last season in F1, and I think the way that he's going about his business, conducting himself, he, he seems like he's quite he's detached. On his way out, yeah. right? Once like, he starts seeing him doing some promos on the side, yeah, 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 Instagram, yeah. a YouTube channel pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's already a full-time activist, so <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have. Um, he doesn't have an Instagram account. So no, no, he doesn't have. Yeah. I did yeah. see an interview with him, but he, he did talk like he may be back next season. Like hopefully, especially this new funding that's coming in and everything from yeah. Saudis, um, that hopefully they can have he can have more of a say and Lawrence not come in and okay. you know, try and ma- micromanage everything. So, um, but before we move on, Martin, just just give us that that Alpha Tari because you you were ready to take them down, right? You know what? <laughs> Actually, let's let's just do the segment. No, let's to, just do the segment yeah, right thing and I get taken down. Yeah. I, 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 I'm predicting. Yes. Okay, okay. So, so the next piece is our donkey of the weekend, right? <laughs> yes, and sir. Uh, if this is your first time listening, the donkey of the weekend is essentially the team driver um, or incident that was like the worst of the weekend. And for that, they are dubbed donkey of the weekend. Um, cool. So, Martin, who, who's first? Martin surprises. <laughs> no, yeah. You already know. You already know. I usually uh, I typically have a lot of donkeys, right? It's like it's like a pen full of donkeys. Today's no different. <laughs> if if your team starts with the word alpha, raise your hand. <laughs> because one team that is like okay, I'm gonna start with Alpha Romeo. They've, they've, they've snuck underneath the radar for the last few races, right? We haven't spoken about Bottas in a while, right? We're not spoken about Bottas in a while. And we're giving him so much props early in the season. Yeah, and then early in the season, oh, Hamilton's yeah, grand boss, yeah, he's yeah, feeling Bottas, good, he's taking Bottas. photos naked, and everyone loves it. <laughs> Quiet. Alpha have not scored points. Both their drivers in the last three races. This is uh, Joe Guanyu's fifth retirement, bro. This sure. team, I don't know what they're doing, but they're falling from glory. Now let's talk about Alpha Tauri. There were donkeys for me last week, and they continued that. We talked, we talked about them in Silverstone. Now we're talking about them now. Four races, zero points from both drivers. Pierre Gasly must be fed up with this team. Pedro Gassioso, he's not about this, man. Gassioso! This, this might be the first thing that is not liked by Pierre Gasly. The performance of their team. And I, think, I think it's just crazy. They've only scored 11 points. A team in the last eight races. Eight. Sunoda and Gasly not putting together. The car is horrible. You know, And I don't know how they're falling from Pierre quietly being P4 uh, last season to what they are now. He was about it last season. Last season, he's yeah. doing his thing. He's doing his thing. All right, and then quick, quick donkeys real here. Leclerc, obviously, for messing up. Yeah. And for me, Crofty as well. His commentary <laughs> this week, <laughs> I thought it was just so far. He, he made it seem like Carlos Sainz was going to close 13 seconds in the last lap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are my donkeys. You really man. didn't like that. I don't like that. Don't like like, last lap, why are you going to close 13 seconds, man? <laughs> be realistic. Yeah, be realistic, bro. And he started giving his comments about how Ferrari with uh, the pitching of... Um, uh, science when yeah. he was, was, was battling with Perez yeah. and I was like oh, how can Ferrari say this thing well, he knows these things are delayed he always reminds I, I us like, that, 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 caught, that caught me out you know like firstly I don't even know how I'm going to follow up that donkey the weekend because that was brilliant but <laughs> I spent that, some time I like, that, 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 caught, that actually was what was going to give me my donkey because I felt the Ferrari backroom stuff mm. needs to be the donkey because as uh, obviously I get that the radio is but be it great entertainment, great TV. Just the timing of it was right. brilliant. This man is side by side and you're hearing box. Yeah. I'm like, are you guys having a laugh? Bro? Was, are you kidding me? But I think for me, why I will say it was that Microsoft was just, I know we've talked about it earlier on and, and I think you made some really good points, Martin, about how it, we, we shouldn't look too hard on, 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 on how they actually handled it. And he probably was going to finish P5, but I, I and I feel like I would have loved to see it play out differently with them, actually pinning him a bit earlier. Yeah. They knew because I think they knew it had to happen anyway. He was Eventually. never going to get anywhere. He was going to be on ice by the time by like lap 45 or something. Pin him early. He had the pace. Get him out there on those mediums. He was comfortable in those mediums. Get him out there on a newer set of mediums. Let's see what he can do. And if there's a safety guard, helps him. And if the safety yeah. guard helps him, I just feel like that they just got the timing wrong, and that's why for me, I feel like that. That's my that Ferrari decision making. Plus that box box, even though it wasn't at the time it happened, <laughs> yeah. that was just brilliant. Yeah, that that that, that Ferrari backroom chaos that yeah. was going on. Um, Grant, yeah, that was insane. Let's hear yours, bro. So, similarly to you, the one thing that I left this weekend going is like, 
what the hell has happened to Pedro? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the man is standing there sweating yeah. at the driver at the driver interview, speaking about how like he doesn't understand this package yet. Um, he finished twelfth this race. Yeah. Remember, he didn't make uh, Q two. Yeah, he got, uh, yeah, he didn't make Q two. So just crazy. F- finished twelfth this race. Didn't make Q two in quali. Um, I mean, Yuki Sonoda made Q three mm. in, in quali, but like first lap, um, yeah. first lap accident and. If it was someone else, we would say, but this is like Yuki Sonoda. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy who, in Drive to Survive, said when he trains first thing in the morning, it's pretty much the worst way to start. His day. <laughs> I mean, that would that mean <laughs> it pretty much ruins his day. I'm sorry for you, Mr. F1 driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you a professional athlete? Um, they were the donkey of the weekend last weekend um, at Sil- well, at Silverstone because of that synchronized crash. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, donkeys of the weekend again. Um, just because just we expect a little bit more from them. They don't have a Red Bull powertrain yeah. as well. Yeah. Like the one team is at the top of the table and the, these guys are not even mid-table. No. They're not even in that mid-table no. fight, right? Just, just to put some more context, sorry, I don't want to jump, just to put some more context, Mick is four points behind Pierre. <laughs> and he, he just started scoring. <laughs> he, just, he, just started, he just started tasting points, right? I'll leave that there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good stat, bro. Uh, we should move, let, let's shout about yeah. the... the yeah, the go to the weekend, guys. Let, let's, let's have your goats. Who, who do you guys think... Yeah, or yeah. team or anything really. That you go first. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, go first. Grant, yeah. you, you, you so, take us off. So for um, the goat of the weekend, Hamilton. Um, Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hamilton, get ready. Are you listening? Yeah, it, it's actually Mercedes as an organization. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And reason being is like what we saw in Mercedes-powered vehicles was really promising this weekend. Um, if we look at the, the performance of the McLaren as well, like we're seeing some like step up in those Mercedes engines, mm-hmm. which is like super super promising. We haven't seen like that step all the way to first, but um, like it's really encouraging if we think about the start of the season. These drivers hated this car, like they've developed it to a point. Um, and I was also like listening to some of the engineering interviews. I listened to Andrew uh, Shevlin, who mm-hmm. is um, Mercedes trackside engineering yeah, yeah. director, right. and one of the things that he said is that they've gotten the car to a point now where they can actually start developing moving forward. It's not like fixing issues anymore. Mm. It's like development as usual. I've heard this enough times. So I'll wait. Let's <laughs> You're wait. not getting excited. Let's wait and see. No, they've never said this before. Okay, they enough. said like fair they're enough. having fun now. Previously, it was like we've got to sort out the bouncing, the porpoising. Yeah. We know what the issue is. Now they're like, we've solved the issue. Now let's develop the car. Um, and that's promising. And I think like, the best result of the season for them, mm. um, which was epic. Like yeah. really, really 100%. epic to see two two Mercedes on um, on the podium. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna say like baby go to the weekend, yeah. <laughs> Carlos Sainz. Yes, um, yeah. Shit, the, the guy's got the little dog in him. He's <laughs> uh, he's exciting to watch, um, and I'm pretty excited to see what he's like, especially given the fact that he ramps up second half of the season. Like what he actually looks like as a contender. I think he's just making things um, difficult, like with the point yeah. scoring as well. Um, He's a little bit more consistent than Leclerc when he's not having issues. Mm. Um, and uh, he's almost driving his way back into um, um, unmanageable un- unmanageable drivers, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where Ferrari's in the struggle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are mine. Uh, Martin? Martin? Yeah, I'm, I'll keep mine quick. Uh, Grant, you've said everything, man. Uh, Merck, Mercedes have done a good job. Uh, this is the best points finish they've had. And the drivers seem happy with the results that they've been able to put pull through mm-hmm. um i don't know if the engine is really doing shout out to them for the yeah march number of reliability award <laughs> goes to them right because we don't have mercedes cars failing because of engine no, issues never. rare very never. very rare if, it, if it's even happened so I shout, don't even recall if I've ever, shout out to them for that i forgot to mention guan Zhou, i think believe had an engine issue another ferrari engine we saw what happened to carlos in austria yeah, yeah. so t- different teams with different philosophies making different engines and so yeah also honorable mention to alonso he had a good race this this, mm-hmm. this past one so mm-hmm. yeah I think, yeah, Grant, for me, your baby goat is my actual goat. I think I think science for me. He played his role beautifully in qualifying. I mean, yeah. very, very gracious, very humble, did it, did it for the team. And then he came out and said, well, guys, I can be the team. And drove <laughs> fantastically. I mean, he was putting in incredible laps out there. He, the, the pace he was showing, the way he was breezing by cars, it was, yeah, science for me. This man's, great, this man's growing on me. <laughs> this man's growing on me. He, he's growing on me as well. Uh, he made the race super, super exciting. It was, um, it was, it was good to watch. Mm. Fastest lap as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. And driver of the day. Well deserved. Forty percent of the vote. That, that's yeah, actually pretty high. Yeah. 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 Let's uh, let's do. A, um, I look forward to the next race, which is back to back. So Hungary, Budapest. I think I call it Magyar or something. Like that. That's the name of the 
the place of the Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those tracks that historically Lewis Hamilton has just goaded it, man. I think he has eight wins more than anybody else in that track, and I think anybody else in a particular venue. Hamilton, I remember in those seasons where Vettel was doing his thing, Hamilton just find no way hungry. I'll, I'll, I'll be <laughs> quietly. It's always just, been a happy yeah. hunting ground, yeah. Yeah. But uh, last year we had a phenomenal race. I remember, Grant, you remember what happened last last season. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, so off the start, it was wet weather. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, I think, qualified like second or third. Valtteri took out all the Red Bulls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had one job. Because he didn't go straight for the Red Bulls. No, Bull. no. He hit a McLaren okay, first, yes, right? Yes. I think he hit Lando Norris. And then Lando Norris went into like Max. Yeah. Um, he completely took Sergio out. Yeah, Perez was done. Yeah. Yeah. Seen them all. yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, it's not my favorite. One of my favorite tracks because it's a very tight track. There's only like really one section where a lot of the overtaking happens, and that's on the start finish straight, yeah. and then cor- the first corner where the accident happened. And so that's why Alonso was able to make his car as wide as the track to prevent Hamilton from doing any any damage last season. So that was peculiar, though, right? Because we haven't actually spoken about that. That's when Hamilton. Because um, they red flagged the race yeah. after the Bottas um, yeah. crash. Um, and everyone came to the start. Uh, it was wet. The track started to dry up. They did a formation lap. Right. Um, when Hamilton went to the, the grid position, everyone else went into but, the pits yeah. <laughs> to change to, to dry tires, right? right? And he's on intermediates. So this guy was at a, a start line all by himself. That was the craziest that, thing That I've was seen. odd. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah th- th- that was crazy. Um, what are you guys' predictions? Like, What do you think of the, of the race coming up this weekend? I'm going to say something I don't usually say. Hey, by the way, I said Max for this race. Yeah, and Max, won, and Max won. So I'm going to take that point. Yeah, um, good one. But yeah, <laughs> I'm actually going to say something I'm not, not supposed to say. Oh. My backers, you know, my, my sponsors, <laughs> they'll have to like say I... this. <laughs> I'm going to Claire. You're going I to think Ferrari, this is the kind of track that suits them. Corners, a lot of corners, a yeah. lot of um, high-speed corners, some low-speed corners. Ferraris are just built for this. Yeah. Maybe Red Bull will come with a good package. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see Leclerc come back into this event, into this championship, because uh, Verstappen is going to just going to have too much fun with it. So Leclerc's my guy. I agree with you on Ferrari, but I think I think Science might take this one. Eh? Okay, I think Science might take. this I don't one. hate that. I, I, agree, one, I agree. I agree. I agree with you on Ferrari. <laughs> probably going to win this, but I I don't know why. I just have a sneak. Depending on strategy and team orders, and if if they decide he's the second driver. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like that momentum. Eh? The man. I, I don't know. But I, I, that's my prediction. I think Science is going to take this one, and I, and I possibly a Ferrari one too. Possibly that would be that would be fantastic to see. Um, you know what would actually be like an ideal result is if it's a Ferrari victory with like Verstappen scoring no points. Like they need to. <laughs> you you Verstappen to, haters, you need to slow down. I'm, I'm not hating on Verstappen. I'm loving on the title. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm loving okay. on the title fight. Okay. Um, because like 66 points ahead at the moment, he's yeah. running away with it, man. Um, and uh, it, all he has to do is to just like cruise to victory now. All, he just needs to consistently uh, score points mm. and win some races. Yeah. Uh, just so the seven-point deficit doesn't get him. Yeah. But um, I mean, he, he's almost out of reach now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go um, Charles Leclerc for this one. A bounce oh, back. Okay. I'm gonna go Hamilton on the podium as well um, for for this one. I, I don't know how um, how the rest of it will pan out. I think Ferrari will. Mercedes also, top five. Um, both of them. <laughs> yeah, Ferrari sure. will also to make a decision on who's winning. If like science yeah. is in the lead, I think he'll need to give the no. victory to, to no, 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 Disagree. We can we can end there. But I disagree. <laughs> we'll end on that firm. <laughs> we can end on that firm one. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. Have a good um, one. This is good. But uh, j- just before finishing off, let's. Uh, what are you guys doing for the race this weekend? I've not thought about it. I haven't, I haven't uh, thought that far ahead, to be honest. I, I, I don't you? know. I think if the race is at a suitable time, um, it should be like gonna, around three o'clock. Yeah, uh, I want to do F one at my house. Okay. Um, so um, yeah, that, that's a, that's an open invite yeah. uh, to anyone. No pressure. Right. Uh, but it uh, but it should be good. This race is also good because it always, always marks the halfway break mm. for, for the longest time, at least the last Before ten years. Before the summer break. Before summer break, three right. weeks. So yeah, that sounds good, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's the tally now? Um, you must be leading. Yeah, bro, I'm on, leading on these predictions, right? Yeah, because I picked Max like every time. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got a good chance. Yeah. The cash cow. Man, yeah, so. yeah. Um, but uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll see you after the Hungara Ring Grand Prix. Um, I think it'll be an epic, exciting one. Hopefully a Ferrari win and hopefully we get a little bit more fight in this title. Uh, But we see you next time. Uh, or Join us next time. Um, Just remember, we're a a bunch of people that are laughing, loving, and talking about Formula (laughs) 1. Pause. (laughs) Cheers.